Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Long Lost Heroes podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Frank, here with AJ. How are you today? So good, Frank. How are you, man? How's up, guys? <laughs> I'm doing well. Uh, we've got another uh, exciting episode of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier to discuss here, uh, episode three. Um, they're giving us titles. I think we haven't been necessarily calling them out. Uh, this one, I think, is The Power Broker. I saw that too. Yes. Um, which... Interesting to do the title with the episode release now. Uh-huh. You know, different than Wanda for sure. Yeah, and I think Wanda maybe they they held it back. Uh, I don't know if they did it accidentally or if it was on purpose, but I it, it's fine. I mean, I don't think the episodes have uh, titles for Falcon have necessarily given anything away um, so far, which is fine. Um, yeah. So. Um, if you haven't watched this episode, go watch it. Come back. It's uh, the longest one so far, but, uh, you know, it, it moves fast. I mean, I think this whole show moves fast. Um, and it's like, okay. I do I do like the pace. It does feel like Winter Soldier in that – or the, the original movie, Winter Soldier, in 2014, that you're, you're moving, you know, quickly through the plot. We're not spending a lot of time mustache twirling as we did in Civil War, I think, a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And I think we're just kind of really – they're starting to hit their groove. They're hitting their stride. And, you know, we're seeing, I think, the main, you know, the plot starting to unfurl a little bit. Yeah. And we, uh, we're we halfway through. <laughs> yes, we are. Yes, uh, we are. So it's like, okay. Uh, we have uh, three episodes down, three episodes to go. So if you haven't watched yet, go watch, come back, and spoilers now. Go. So, I mean, this episode picks up pretty much where it left off last week. Uh, we knew uh, that Sam and Bucky... Uh, we're going to go see Zemo, uh, which yep. they do. And there's kind of a, a cool like little chat going on between Bucky and Zemo while he's imprisoned. Um, and it's kind of a he's like playing with him with the words from from Civil War. It's like, OK, I figured that th- those wouldn't work. Um, this went totally different than how I had imagined it would go. Totally, really. totally. Uh, you know, I think leaving off last week, I totally thought it was going to be a good cop, bad cop situation where you were going to have um, Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan really going hard at uh, what's this? What's this guy's uh, name? Daniel Brühl. Brühl. He's a great fucking actor. He really he classes is. up the joint. Um, he was great in this episode. He's going to be meme fodder for the next two to three weeks. So get ready <laughs> for that, everybody. But uh, no, he's. He's he's so good, and I think he really does um, get this menacing angle and kind of this whole, uh, you know, character arc of Baron Simo, which is kind of a complicated and weird figure to kind of do in live action. Uh, perfect, and I'm I'm sold on it. So to have it be something that totally subverted what I thought was going to happen is always a joy. Um, yeah. What did you think? Yeah, I thought it was great too, um, and. It's interesting that they were able to kind of find some sort of middle ground, right? Like, he's like, hey, uh, there's these super soldiers out there. You hate super soldiers. <laughs> right. You want to help us eliminate them? Like, um, I thought that was great. Um, and then, like, I was – I don't I, I was shocked that I predicted it right. Like, I, I, last week I was like, maybe they break him out or something and they work together. That would be crazy. And, like, it's like, no, that's absolutely what they did. Yeah, um, that – I totally didn't expect that. I was kind of hoping he, they were going to visit him and leave him in jail and kind of come and go to him. And yeah. then he would escape later on. That's kind of what I had pictured. So – 
Well, I guess in a way they did. They just didn't show us that part. <laughs> but it was right. also like that same day, pretty much like Bucky hatched this plan, which was like a really cool, uh, you know, it felt a little break. Tarantino. Yeah, yeah. A great prison break sequence that like we're following him, and I love the like the hypothetical. It was very Ant Man to me, you know how like ah uh, yes, uh, it was with, very Ant Man without the like. I mean Michael Pena, like the the jokes like of that are so fantastic. But this was like kind of a like hey uh, hypothetical. What if what if I uh, did this and this happened and like, no, that, it was good. You're um, right. And then so he shows up at this like they're in this warehouse together. Uh, with like all these really cool classic cars, yeah. Um, and so that this is when we have the like Falcon and Bucky, like what did you do, <laughs> conversation. Exactly. Um, and so uh, it, it's interesting because, yeah, for for them to break him out and him just be like, yeah, I'll I'll work with you guys or whatever. Um, and and for Sam to be like, okay, you 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 step out of line once you're done. Um. And for him to even like entertain that idea was was surprising. Well, it feels again, it felt very Winter Soldier, felt very, you know, pre, you know, Infinity War, you know, Cap, Bucky and, you know, Scarlet Witch, where they're kind of like on the run a little bit. And, and they have to be like not necessarily they're not necessarily, um, you know, working. They're not bad guys, but they're not working for the government. They don't take orders from the government anymore. And they're not going to like you know, just roll over and play dead when they think that they have to actually deal with shit. And they're taking that exact same thing. They have to take the law into their own hands because at this point, like they have to stop, you know, this new impending threat because they're the only ones who kind of, kind of have the experience to. Right. Right. Yeah. And who, who else could, you know, they, we, we haven't seen, there isn't a new shield or sword presence. That's been like, so overpowering just yet in this show. And so well, I'm kind of curious when Sword is going to show up. I don't know if Sword is well. Maybe they will. Uh, it's possible because I mean I guess they're super soldiers, so they they could fall under the. They are sentient weapons. They are sentient weapons. I mean I guess where does this fall in the timeline? Like that's what I'm wondering. Like I mean it's obviously Sword was established during the blip. I or think this is blip, six so. months after the blip, and I think Wanda is like three or four weeks after the blip. Sure. So like. Maybe they pop up at the end. That would be great continuity. Um, but I think they're definitely going to reference it. Like it's just a matter of time. Yeah. But the what what's interesting, I think, with this show is that uh, they are doing a great job, kind of building off a couple of different storylines. And that was something I was very nervous about with this show. I was like, how are they going to keep the B roll after we're not with Falcon and Winter Soldier exciting? Right. Mm -hmm. I I thought that that was going to be kind of a drag, but I think to have uh, Wyatt Russell's fake cap and uh, Lamar kind of on this separate journey and then also getting to see and dig in a little bit to uh, Carly yeah. is awesome. And the, and I like the play between the different storylines. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'm actually surprised that we're getting so much with Carly. Like, it, and it makes sense that it, it you're getting her because she's the villain pretty much of the show and she's a little well, you're sort of you know she's an antagonist antagonist absolutely and we're getting more in depth on on her backstory and what's going on with her that you know we are empathizing with her which is you know always a great thing especially when we have all this time uh to spend with them in in these episodes um while they don't have sword we have this other organization i'm trying to look it up now 
I don't remember what it was called. Um, the, the GRC, the Global Repatriation oh, yes. Council. So, like, yes. I, I guess that's what I'm wondering. It's like when they were making this show, uh, like, alongside the same time making WandaVision. I know there's a Kevin Feige, but, like, maybe they were like, well, we don't want to release. Because I think the show was supposed to come out first. Originally. It was. And so, like, maybe they didn't want to have S.W.O.R.D. as a presence here because they knew it was going to be more important later on. And that would tie into like stuff with like mm. the scrolls and stuff with like whatever other plans they've got going on. So maybe that's why they have this GRC. That's like the, the organization that, uh, you know, uh, John Walker is working with. So I'm a hundred percent sure they're going to turn out to be bad guys. Nobody who's good <laughs> in these movies makes commercials like that. Yeah, All right. Like, that okay. is a, <laughs> That is a Skynet commercial. That is so <laughs> a Skynet commercial. <laughs> you know, I love like that. they're like somebody at Cyberdyne's like, listen, we got to put out some good PR. All right. We got to show them these people that we're, that we're doing great, great, innovative stuff over here. Um, yeah, that seems sketchy to me. It's also, it seems interesting that there's probably a whole wing at Marvel that's just dealing with the the false history of what happened after the blip oh my to God. retcon with the new shows and the new material, like that's probably a cool job, you know, to oh go and be like, okay, so like, what did they, what did they do? So, all right. So during this time we had one government or there was governments were so destabilized that they couldn't really all, you know, act individually. They kind of had to come together. So now that they're all reestablished and people are obviously going to want to return to some form of continuity since half people have not experienced anything, right? It's not even that they were like in purgatory or in jail someplace. They just fucking didn't exist. Yeah. So they those people are entitled to some kind of, you know, return as well. And and I thought it was interesting that they were so focused on return and restore rather than, you know, to kind of go forward, because that's kind of a, you know an interesting thing that we've seen with Endgame and Infinity War, which is super timely. And, it, and it's a little spooky how kind of covid is kind of similar to the blip in a lot of ways. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that like you know, there's was a time before and now there's a time after and we're not necessarily going to go back in the same way that we are now to or at least in the show in Falcon and Winter Soldier that we're not going back to those kind of things. Like, I don't think people are going to be blowing out birthday candles anymore. I, I You know, I think choirs are going to change like everything about human functionality and the it, way that we catch diseases is going to be different. It's going to be so different. Yeah. Like people like what coworker was talking about. I was like, Oh, like I want to get a massage, but I'm like, do I really want to stick my face in that? Like, <laughs> you know, like sure. all these things I'm, I'm obviously like riding on the subway. And we were even saying like, if around flu season, people might be wearing masks like all the time because we're just so, I will, I would uh, so accustomed to being, uh, uh, you know, getting sick, just like, ah, it's a no big deal. And people will go to the office sick. It's like, just stay home now. Like we could do that anyway. We're going to the topic, but like, I totally hear what you're saying that there is some sort of timeliness commentary that I think, you know, when, when they're trying, they gotta be saying something, right? Like that yeah. can't be unintentional. Yeah. I mean, I, I think a lot of this stuff was planned, but like they could probably lean more into it now, like because the last movie end game, and then pretty much right after that COVID. So like, Maybe they were able to pivot and, and change some dialogue here and there. Um, but yeah, and it, it's interesting because like we we sort of get a little bit of a, a tease back to Sam's sister. Um, <laughs> that whole like plot line that's kind of not really going on. But like that, that in and of itself is interesting because like Sam, who was an Avenger. And again, we keep talking about like, how do you get paid? But like he 
he, he was affected by this. And so it was Bucky. Like they were gone and like, did they get support from the GRC? <laughs> like, I, I, I mean, yeah. I, I guess I doubt it. I don't know. I, obviously when we see them at the bank, that's not necessarily what happens. Like you would think that uh, maybe because Sarah was around and, and she lived through it, she's not getting that support. Who knows? So there's going to be well, all the politics around that. I think there's still more to come surrounding Sam not taking on the mantle of Captain America. Hmm. Um, we don't necessarily have to talk about that right now, but um, I think that there's definitely more to come and we'll see more involved storyline, you know, of the powers that be kind of choosing John Walker and, and how he got there uh, too. Um, and, and just to really kind of jump back into him for a minute. So we see him in Munich kind of following after Carly after she left there from the previous episode, uh, confirming this was some kind of like internet cafe or whatever, uh, you know, goes in and they bring a whole squad and they try to tear the place up and they threaten this guy who's not afraid of them. And he's like, Hey, we need to find Carly. We know she was staying here and you know, he's not cooperating. And then he's like, yeah, we're not going to do that. And I really liked kind of, uh, you know, fake Falcon and uh, Cap at their the or, or you know, a U.S. agent, whatever the fuck we're supposed to call this guy anymore. Um, <laughs> the conversation they have outside where they're like, yeah, people are going to be loyal to him, to her. Like it was interesting to me that he that new Cap doesn't have the kind of, I would say, worldliness and like uh keen understanding of, of relationships, like interpersonal stuff to like understand how to do this kind of covert ops, you know, police work. Right. Yeah. And, and like, it's weird because he, like, as he's like interrogating them, he's like, it's like so much more like a Batman, like than a totally. The, do you know who I am? Captain America doesn't say that. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like he's instilling fear. Yeah, We in know people. who you are. We watched you in the fucking phys ed fucking PSAs. You dick. Like, no, we're not afraid of you. You know, like, right. Like even if you're if not the threatening new... one and not to mention this guy doesn't have uh, the serum. So like, he's not, he's just a guy. And like, you could well, tell, like, we, well, da, dito. well not yet. I don't know. We'll find out. We'll find out about him. I mean, uh, I, I think it's clear so far that he's not a super soldier. I think he's no, like, I, I think he is. I think he's got, I think he got this new serum and we have, before we get into that, we have to talk about Madripoor. So Madripoor is an X-Men thing, right? It is definitely a very much an X-Men thing. It's, uh, this like Island city, I guess that, um, it's kind of like where all the scum and villainy occurs <laughs> Sure, and, uh, very much, uh, a place where Wolverine resides and, and spends a lot of his time, maybe even Gambit. I'm not sure. Uh, but yeah, that that's like the fact that they, are made... there any other big Avenger plot lines that take place there? Or is this mo mostly an, uh, an X-Men thing? That's not, I'm not sure. That's a very okay. good question, but it, it feels in line. Cause like Wolverine and, and Captain America are very connected in some sure. ways, um, just because they're both part of like the weapon X program or the weapons plus program. So yes. they, they've had some connectivity and, and like, it feels very natural for, for them to be going to a place like this. It's like seedy, gross, like, <laughs> and I don't know if you watch the show altered carbon. I only watched the first season, but season two featuring Anthony Mackie, it looks a lot like this, Okay, <laughs> which is kind of funny. Um, okay. But, uh, they, yeah, I mean, it's this, uh, this like lawless place that's kind of governed by, um, you know, I guess this power broker person, 
Um, I just think this place needed a little bit more imagination. I know that that's going to yeah. sound very nitpicky for me, but we have Wakanda now. Like we live in a post Wakanda world. Sure. Like the the world building and imagination that went into making that place a reality was tremendous. And you could say that it was probably the work of a lot of people and they put in a lot of time over several movies to set up what was going to be Wakanda when we saw it for the first time. But I, I think for a location like this, for something that has the, the, the backstory that we know, this seemed not so exciting. Like I get the Southeast Asian feel. Definitely. I definitely got the Blade Runner vibes, yep. but it didn't, this needed a little bit more characterization needs to be, be a little bit more rooted in um, either like more high end fantasy sci-fi shit. Like let's do some different kind of aircraft flying around or go more grungy and, and gross. And let's not use the, you know, the filter on the camera. Let's make things actually dirty. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> and, and there's a big difference between that. And, and I got to say, I was, I was expecting a little bit more out of this. The first shot where it's them in the dark, when they're walking over the bridge, you've seen in the trailer. Yeah. Yes, that's obviously very nice. Uh, but yeah, this need it needed a little bit more. Absolutely, because it, it like how many? I mean, <laughs> we go to Hong Kong in in the uh, Godzilla versus Kong movie. Like all these cities kind of look the same. Um, how many? Like like I think back to like Bond or like Rush Hours or think like, of think of that scene where he goes to Macau in Skyfall. Like that's fucking iconic. Like think of the. Or even Black Panther, like uh, sure. don't they go to? Is it South Korea? I don't, yes, they yeah. do, and and it's and it looks epic. Like the the shots, the lights, the dr the car chase sequence, like the driving is really exciting and fun. And this just felt a little bit just like okay, we're in Asia, but yeah. you know it's gross. And and then when you we know, go to the like the the shipping yard, I'm like, this doesn't feel special or different at all like it, 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 they could they could have uh, that could in, have been in, the, in, in in dc or something you know like in it, all in all the ways that wanda like felt so beautiful and fully realized like this just kind of felt like okay we're making an action show people are here for the characters this doesn't have to be as crazy as we think it needs to be and let's just focus let's save a little bit of money and do something else which is listen they got a lot going on on the show maybe we see more of it later on it would be nice to see it fully realized in movies and more content to come maybe we've only just seen a little bit of it because they're waiting to show us more that's kind of what, the hope i think um what whatever that may be uh you know the costumes were not set up enough they, they were much bigger than the sets <laughs> and they could have <laughs> i was excited when they did when he was like we got to stay in character and you have to be this guy and i thought that was actually a very exciting turn and a good plot development is like yeah like when do we see these guys ever pretend to be villains they've never done that no but then like it's kind of weird like did he just say wear this costume and stay a character because sam the entire time like doesn't speak <laughs> like he's like i don't know I, I didn't do my homework and i guess that's because they're, they're kind of rushing there but it's like they they're on this plane they have all this time should he have been like studying uh was that the smiling tiger? Is that his name? They're they're using they're using the wild wild west version of you know deception tactics. Just if we look like these crazy people, everything will be fine. Right. Uh, I really I did think the idea that like that Zemo had control of the Winter Soldier. They should have gone further with that. Mm -hmm. That like like that is actually a very exciting. Could be been like I thought the action sequence was good and and yes it's rushed and yes it has that look and feel of the way he moved in winter soldier and his other films he's, he's re 
reenacted that version of fighting for that character, which is a very specific and ridiculous preamble. I'm sorry, everyone. Uh, Like, ah, give us, give me more of that. I was down. I was like, so that's, let's go. Like, let's fucking rip some, rip somebody's jaw out. Like, (laughs) let's, let's see some Wolverine level shit. Like if they, if they want to do that in the show and they know that they have the ability to go there now, like, I'm down for a, a more jacked Netflix kind of action. Sure. I mean, I think, though, the, the the thing that's interesting about it is that how much Bucky has been trying to get over that. And so, like, this is also kind of a mind game from Zemo, I think, of like, well, totally. You, you think you're you're out. It's like, no, 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 no. You're, you're going to be my puppet right now. And he knows he has to do it. Um, and but like and that's like there's a little like. Hey, Sam says, like, are you good? <laughs> like, like, yeah, as much as he's not brainwashed, like how easily was it for him to fall back into that? It's like, maybe that was a little too easy. What else do you got going on in your head? <laughs> yeah. Um, but the, I think fundamentally, uh, you know, they're moving the plot on and, and that scene in the bar where all three of these crazy guys walk in is, uh, is, is, is very fun. I, whoever that other character was in the bar, did she have some other kind of, you know, notoriety from the comics we don't know about? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, she just seemed a very killable character. And the fact that they were, like, hiding her, I was like, oh, is this going to be, like, a cool actor or somebody we know? I have no idea who that person was. No, no. I, yeah, I don't think it was important. <laughs> um, <laughs> Which so is she- fine. She gets wasted after Sam picks up a phone call from his sister, which he would have never done, and you would think in like other respects that they would have trained for this kind of moment a little bit someplace. Maybe. Absolutely. Like, and I'm sorry, like a vibrations on phones can be loud, but that was like definitely, Oh my God. And, and like, okay, maybe when you go into the bar, you put yourself on airplane mode, like, or leave your phone in the car or any uh, number of I, other I things. I mean, like half the time on the podcast, when we do this, I do that. It's like, you're telling me that you can't think two steps ahead to put yourself on airplane mode. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, because it takes two seconds to flip it back if you need to make a phone call. I don't know. It, it's it was a weird beat. Uh obviously they had to like the the gig had to be up and they had to get caught. That's fine. But not before they, they learned some details um about because like they're 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 hunting for the, the creator of the super soldier serum. The super soldier serum. Um and so I think it's uh, Dr. Nagel, is that it? making that up um and so this person basically works with works for the power broker and so she gives them a couple of breadcrumbs as she says it and uh uh, eventually like once they 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 fight and they kill a bunch of people and they have to get out of there like a like i think the coolest thing maybe about madripoor was like how how like high the stakes got all of a sudden it's like literally everyone on all their phones were like there's a bounty out for these people but didn't we just see this in another disney plus series that was way more fun and exciting (laughs) (laughs) all right on navarro in episode three of season one of the mandalorian at a certain point mando is called the bounty on and instead of having phones they just had these little widget thingies and they get their debts, and then we see everybody had this amazing gun battle um, before he's saved by the Mandalorians, and he flies away. If you remember that episode, good. This was not that. 
Yeah. And they have to, they no. This it, it is, also think, it also reminded me of a, a thing they did in Westworld in season three, and like um, which I won't get into. But it, okay. yeah, it, I guess the, the thing is like it modernizes it. It makes it like oh, this is a real thing. Like I mean, you can imagine if no the bounty story. the bounty app should have been more fun and realized, and it and we should have gotten to track with one of these people as they go out to fight him and we should have gotten more action if I want we had more, seven episodes maybe maybe that uh, sure okay fair um, point frank fair points uh um, all right so low town high town you want to talk about it uh, sh- uh sure i mean i don't know how much there is to say i, I mean I well think- you got well you got one area that seems like the bad area of blade runner and then you have literally a triangle <laughs> uh you know palace in high town straight out of blade runner like, yeah like it's literally ripped the fuck off. Um, <laughs> and in order to get there, we see our old friend Sharon Carter, played by Emily Van Camp, I believe. Yep. And she's changed a bit. She has changed a lot. Uh, uh, and like, got- it's hard to remember because like we, re- we really only see her in the Captain America movies. Um, yeah. I-, I mean, has she, she wasn't in any of the Avengers, was she? I guess not. Um, no. and so she's only, re- this is like her third appearance, which, uh, okay. Um, but it's hard to, for- it's easy to forget that like when civil war ended, like, and, and Falcon, uh, and cap, like they were on the run and everything she wasn't with them. Like, why not? <laughs> that doesn't, it just seems like that was like a misstep and mostly a, a, uh, money thing. And she would have been a great guy in the chair. Sure, absolutely. You, know, you pick her up. You say, "All right, you know, you stay over here." Perfect. And, and so, like, yeah. Now we have this whole plot line of like, you know, Sam's like, "I'm sorry. Like, we should have called you." <laughs> like, absolutely. Like, yeah. They, they and this I feel like is maybe Marvel like making up for that. Like, hey, like this is what happens when our heroes like leave someone behind. And and now she's been spending. And she, it sounds like, was not blipped away and spent all this time kind of rising. Uh, through the ranks of Madripoor and like, you know, getting down and dirty, which I have a theory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think she share. Might, I think she might be the power broker. She's the power broker. Hmm. I think that would be interesting because we've seen her like, she's like at the end when, I mean, maybe we're getting ahead of ourselves a little bit, but she's like talking to this person in the car. She's getting in the back seat and she's like, we have a problem. I'll tell you in the car. Like I, Something about her is definitely off, and I think there's more more to be seen with her. Um, and that I don't know; it's a possibility, but maybe maybe I'm reading too much into it. Okay, I mean, so I I, I like that theory, Frank. I think that I think you could be definitely onto it. You could how, have definitely you could have definitely cracked it. How interesting would it be to see this like hero character like fall, fall. so far? Yeah. Um, Somebody we would never expect. Right. You'd never expect her. Yeah, you're. that's good, Frank. This is why you do the show. <laughs> this is why you do the show. You know the things. Um, All right, so before we get on the big ending, you know, the, the fun tease at the end, I do want to talk about the Zemo costume, which I think is just, of the costumes we've got in the past couple of years, I think this one is my favorite. Ooh. I, I love it. It's, it's, straight out of the comp it's straight out of the books yep but it's also part of his characterization which goes to the point of why captain america is so important right like 
it's not just that he represents the Star Spangled Man. He is the Star Spangled Man, mm-hmm. right? He is the promise of America in the future. Baron Zemo is the complete opposite of him. All right, he is aristocracy from Europe, ingrained in the you know the different caste system that is European aristocracy, and he's super duper wealthy, and he does not like superheroes, and it's just like now super rich. I wish they had done more of this in Civil War. I'm I'm well. They did a That's good job a retconning. I think they maybe they yes. weren't planning that. <laughs> and then they're like, no, well, you're we're right. going to use him again. So why not make him this rich baron? Uh, and so, yeah, there, there are gaps in, in that story a little bit, but I it works. And it's what it's if fun. Batman was evil? <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Let's go for it. Ooh. And it, he's got the, the, the mask. He's got a, a guy. He's got a private jet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I wonder it. if the, the mask. So like. He sees it in the car and he like grabs it and throws it in, in his bag. And I wonder if because I think in the comic books, isn't it like his father's originally the mask? And I don't remember that from Civil War. That's like my main where I know Zemo from. I read Civil War and he was like a big part of that. Yeah. And so like I I think like maybe maybe the mask wasn't his and that's why he's like, Oh, I wanna take this and, and use it. Because like there's gotta be a little bit more history to that than it just like be there. <laughs> um, no, he he symbolizes chaos. Like yeah. he's, he's chaos embodied. And like the fact that you d- can't, don't know who he is and, or that anybody who would be a bad guy would absolutely know who he was. Mm-hmm. Like, that's also fun, right? Like he's, he's a singular entity. And I think that they've done a great job of really bringing him to life. I loved his dancing and the thing. I think he's going to be a meme Lord. Um, but let's get on to the fun part of, of the end here. And I know that, you know, we have a tendency in this part of a season of a Marvel show to get really crazy with our predictions. But I think I think I think I have a good beat on on what this is doing here. Well, can, can we take a, a hot second? Just um, there's. Yeah. So Any I, I just <laughs> I, just plot wise, basically, they discover uh, like th- that this guy was working on the, the serum and that there were t- 20 vials. Um, yes. and then the whole lab gets blown up after, uh, Zemo kills him. Uh, and then there's all the whole fight, blah, 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 blah. So, but I think what we, we kind of are maybe going to track now for the rest of the series is like, okay, if there were 20 vials, who got it? How many super soldiers are there? How many do they have to eliminate? Yada, yada, yada. But it seems like there, cause obviously Carly is working, trying to get more cause she wants to give it to these people in need. Um, and sort of like level the playing field. Um, so I think that's like the, the last thing. And I guess that's where, where do they, where are they going? <laughs> I guess whatever their next lead is, I, I can't remember. Like, cause we get all excited about like, oh, we see these little beads. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. but like Bucky splits off, but like, I don't remember what, and maybe it's not that important. Oh no, they're, they're going to Sokovia to, they went back, they're going back to Baron Zemo's house. Okay. That's right. He's like, oh, I've got a place for us or something. And he's like, you got to go see the memorial, which I think we've seen in the trailer. So Uh, uh, I think that is to come. I think we will spend a little bit of time in Sokovia where our boys have to kind of like reckon with the fact that, yeah, maybe around the world they're very, very loved. But here they are definitely not. Sure. Well, and Sokovia Um, is kind of no more, too. Right. Like it sounds like the country kind of was dissolved and the other um countries around it kind of absorbed it and like this it's amazing how important sokovia is it's crazy (laughs) like like do you think i mean 
not to say his name, but like, do you think Joss knew how important Sokovia would be to the MCU? Do you think they were planning that far? They couldn't have been, right? I don't think so. I mean, maybe they were planning like this is going to split up the Avengers because they're already teasing that in, in Age of Ultron. Like, sure. Um, that you had to that they really did have to break apart in order to have the, the final movies. But yeah. Yeah, it's crazy how important it is. Uh, I hope that it doesn't go on to hinder it because they are just so backed up with locations. Like, we they could do all new locations. What? Why are we going to Sokovia? But okay. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of okay, <laughs> Okoye? Not Okoye. <laughs> Wait, this isn't Okoye? It's not. Okoye is is Denai Guerrero's character, and yeah, she she's the one that's in like Avengers Endgame and is working with like. And this is a di- this is a different Wakanda Eleven Dormelage character. Correct. Um, okay. I th- her name I- Io Ao. Um, she yeah, okay. She was in in uh, Civil War. Uh, she was kind of like the one that accompanied uh, T'Challa everywhere. Because I don't think we had uh, Oh Okoye she- yet. Okay, so is she the one who goes toe to toe with Black Widow at this point in that movie? Uh, yes. Maybe Stay tuned we for don't our episode on that. <laughs> Stay tuned for our whole episode on us breaking that shit down. But um, either way. Uh, yeah, there's there's Wakandans in this now. Yes, <laughs> which I mean, they talked about it a bit before um, it, earlier in this episode. But like, yeah, I mean, I think it's supernatural, supernatural for, <laughs> for Bucky to recognize that because he spent so much time there. He's like, OK, these little beads are are laying uh, groundwork and uh tracking and i i guess it's because of zemo because he's out right mhm yeah they totally know and and they want him they want him back too they're going to try to extradite him to wakanda uh this that i because mm. i was so unexpecting it and like i just wild speculation over here um uh, i think this is going to be the beginning of the retconning of chadwick i think i think you're absolutely right um, I think that they are going to start and it's very smart of them to start now that that we have to do something. There is a unanimous decision to not recast him. I, I kind of agree with that. Um, I, I, I could kind of understand if they wanted to pick it up with somebody else because it is such an important character to the future of the franchise, to uh, to kids. Um, but if we're not going to recast him, then we got to spend a good amount of time dealing with this. Right. Um, and, and I think starting here is is a very good way to signal to the fans, like, we got you. We spent a lot of time developing Chadwick and the MCU ourselves. We're going to develop his exit and just, like, strap in. What do you think? I, I think it's great. I think they, they absolutely need to address it um, because, like... <laughs> Unlike Star Wars, they don't have some extra footage probably where they can put in little Princess Leia bits and uh, and try to make it work, which doesn't. Uh, yeah. Well, we, you know, well, I had a dream last night that they like digitally did him mm-hmm. or you digitally do him signing off. Like he doesn't even have to speak kind of like Paul Walker or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't think that they're going to do that. I think that they're they're going to set it up through the story. And, we'll, you know, hopefully, you know, we get to see uh, maybe they're saving that money for the Wakandan scenes, you well, know? And, and, you know, I mean, the, the thing about it is, like, they have a little bit of a loophole in that they could have somebody else in the costume. Totally, totally. And you can engineer his voice now. So it's not like they can totally put him in a costume and, and nobody would be the wiser. You're right. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, there's a Wakandan 
a Wakanda TV show coming at some point. It seems a little bit later down the line. Maybe that will address things, but I th- is that in place of Black Panther two now? No, I think it's in addition to, but I, I, who knows? Maybe they're reshuffling things because I feel like right now Black Panther two is sooner than that show might be, which yeah. I, I don't know how they're going to do it. But if they if they tease it out this way and maybe a little bit is dealt with in in some of the other MCU shows, um, or and or movies, like I, I don't know. But I think it's really smart, and it makes so much sense to happen here. Um, totally, it t- and it and it's totally valid. Um, this was, I think, a very good scene. I'm excited to get other, uh, you know, characters from the comics and other people from Wakanda to show up. I think that could be very cool. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya, I'm looking at you. Uh, and uh, wait, um, oh my God, who's the who's the big guy? The the opposite, Ooh, um, Mbaku, uh, Mbaku, the, is the, and he's like the heart and soul of that franchise anyway. So like yeah. bring him, bring him into the show. Love to see him fight with white wolf. Uh, but yeah, that is going to be kind of it for us on captain America, winter soldier, uh, captain America, Falcon and the winter soldier. <laughs> Frank's Every, he's basically captain America. He will be, hopefully will be by the end. We'll see. Although there is an interesting line that Bucky says, it's like, if you're going to destroy the shield, I'll take it. Or so, doesn't he say something like that? Like, He's hint, I think he's hint, he's been hinting at his character and the way that he's been set up is hinting that he maybe is not just angry with Sam for taking it and kind of, uh, you know, invalidating his theory of Steve. I think I think Bucky just wants the shield. I think he might want it. And and I think he kind of understands that maybe that's his path to redemption. That, right. And maybe that's the reason why and, and what we've been we've assumed all along that it was going to be Falcon that would, would take up that mantle. And, but maybe it is Bucky. Maybe, maybe at the end of the day, maybe it is because it means more to him. You know what I mean? Like, whereas I think, you know, Sam, yes, he loves, he appreciates it. He's obviously a patriotic guy, but he's fucking uncle Sam, but he can't (laughs) be like, uh, it, it just doesn't seem like they're setting up his character to like want it long term at all. And, I'm curious to see where they take this in the next, you know, few episodes, because again, they've shown us the trailers of him throwing the shield around. So how does he get this shield? Now I, now is the question I go to sleep at night thinking. Yes. (laughs) Well, we are the long lost heroes podcast. Uh, You can find us online at www.longlostheroes.net. You can email us at info at longlostheroes.net. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, please leave us a rating and review. We very, very greatly appreciate it. Um, and you can find us on the social media channels uh, at LLH Podcast, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, I'm Frank. I'm AJ. And thank you so much, everyone. And we will be back next week for Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Episode 4. Bye. We will see you there. Bye.